The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of That One Time at Bandcamp. I'm your host, Chris Chavez, and it has been quite a while since I've recorded an episode. Man, it's been months. I know I went away on vacation a few months ago, and that put me behind on my recording schedule. And then your boy ended up getting COVID, which was not fun. Uh, But again, that put me even further behind. A couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to record Bandcamp Friday with the guys, and I had internet issues with our weather coming through. And so, yeah, it's been a while since I've been able to sit down and talk about music that I found on Bandcamp. So what I'm going to do with the return of that one time at Bandcamp in 2022 is play the actual recording that the guys did for Bandcamp Friday a couple of weeks ago. And stick around to the very end of the episode because then I'm going to give my thoughts on their picks as well as the ones I sent them. So without further ado, here is Bandcamp Friday number five. So I'm so stoked on this group of music. Yeah, you are. Like yeah. as miserable as I as miserable as I am right now, as I feel right now, I'm actually so stoked on this music. Like I can't even wait to get into it because this is the first time around. I I got to every single one. Thank you for extending for postponing today yeah. for me because that wasn't gonna happen. But I got through every single person's at least a song or two, and have a tiny little note at least for every single one and i loved all of it I, I, this um, is the the best group of music we've done so far that i'm the most excited i'm the most excited on this group of music so far <laughs> so I, I listened to a lot of this while i was not feeling well and i just put like little notes down to go back to later and expand on and i never went back to expand so there's i need a a better system next month because i do it at work so then i just write down notes on whatever the fuck i have laying around and then i'm like trying to gather the notes and make sense of them (laughs) didn't come out hot i've been trying to do it in one notebook um but uh yeah i'm i just i think we were on the i i don't know we were on the same wavelength this time around because i was really digging some different stuff that's not that wasn't kind of not straight up punk anymore because we like kind of were revolving around that world for the first couple episodes and i was definitely like down to do some like acoustic stuff and like different yeah different stuff and i'm super stoked on this stuff i I was i definitely wanted to mention that i felt like we were all kind of in sync with this with this round without even without trying you know what i mean yeah we all just kind of brought it and it was there so um, all right, so it's Bandcamp Friday once again for January. I don't know if Bandcamp's still doing their fee f- free fees. Fee free? Free fee? Fee fee. 
What am I trying to say? Not Fifi. Definitely not, not Fifi. Not Fifi. No. <laughs> um, they might be back to fees, fees. But um, we're going to keep this going with the roundtable. Uh, Chris is having internet issues. We hope that Christopher Chavez from that one time at Bandcamp podcast will be with us momentarily. Um, hopefully. But uh, we have Michael Grotten. Grotten. Grotten? Grotten. 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 Grattan. Grattan. I like Grattan. I like Grattan. Okay. Hard A's. Hard A's. Um, from the from Punk As Folk YouTube channel and Jeff Bousquet from um, Dirty Decibels Podcast. Wow, I blanked out on everybody on that one. Um, I'm Hard Trev A. Allen, and I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling today. Yeah. Getting over a belt of COVID. All are. Getting over a belt of COVID. And the holidays I, and everything else that sucks about this time of year. You got to put out an episode struggling with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I and was, then we could all just be on it. <laughs> I know. I was telling Michael that um, the episode that comes out tomorrow, when I was doing the editing, like I couldn't talk. My, I could not talk. So there's no intro to it. There's no outro. It just cuts right in. So that's very, it's very shitty on my on my part. But uh, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I just couldn't talk. I was just like, I did the intro and outro for the KCUF <clears throat> episode, and I it was like it pained me to talk. So, um, yeah, I don't think anybody can blame you for that. Yeah, so that one's gonna be uh kind of on the you know on the on the whim or whatever. But <coughs> dude, while we're still on introductions, can I say something real quick? Yeah, say something. Fucking, an album came up before I joined. Um that jeff did actually world on fire and i have been listening to that shit i don't know why but like this weekend i was in like a folky mood so i've been lit it fit right in dude (laughs) i've been listening to your album a lot like over the past two days i hope you were in a depressed mood because i feel (laughs) like that's the only I mean, music that it's good for. <laughs> I'm, I'm always like uh, some some level of depressed. So yeah. Um, Thanks, I appreciate it. Hey, did you play the harmonica on that on that track? I did. Yeah. Yeah. How did. how did you? How do you? How do you do the harmonica? <laughs> how do you do it you, with a beard? Because I have one right <laughs> beside me, and I like catch my mustache hair. Like I've tried so hard. Yeah, I um I that probably happened to me a few times. Um I think the whole point of the harmonica is that you don't have to know how to play the harmonica to play it. You just all you have to do is pick the pick one that is in the key that your song is in and then just blow, blow into it. it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I know how to play the I am practicing. I am trying to practice how to do it where you play like have the little bracket and play guitar and do it at the same time that's a challenge i was just gonna say i was watching a video of some like folk punk concert they had in columbus and the dude had one of those things but instead of a harmonica he had a fucking kazoo yeah i've seen that he he, like broke out the kazoo solo that's awesome rad i um, am great i had a i went to why i went to school with his brother but i'm friends with him as well um, a gentleman, he used to do like this one man band thing and it would be like, he'd have the guitar, the harmonica singing. And he had like a, like a foot, like a foot drum thing that he would be, you know, beating onto and stuff. He did a really good job with it, 
Um, last I checked though, he was, he was trying to do more original music and you know, people don't want that. Some people just, some places, wherever you are, like they just want that cover, you know, the covers and the hits. And so like, I hope he, I hope he's kids. He's, he's pretty talented. So I I really hope he finishes the album if it's not finished already and puts it out there. Cause I'd put it on this. I'd put it on Bandcamp Friday if that was the case. So. You just reminded me of an artist I might pick for next time. Oh yeah, now that you're yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Well, let's get into this time. Well, you know what? We, <laughs> we could kind of we could talk about Chris's list, right? We all listen to it, right? Yeah. Do we have the names of it? We can't do we, we can't do any of his reviewing justice. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, but, no. Um, no. Do, does somebody have his list? Because, I do. It's okay. in front of me. Yeah. All right, cool. Because I, I I don't write down the names of the band, especially when he sends a picture, because I can't copy and paste. Um, I've got it. All right. I've got him. So yeah. we'll put that. We'll we'll proxy for him. Um, except I can't talk about his bands for him because he's majestic when he does it. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> the most the most poetic of of the four of us are is is not for sure. With us. I forgot <laughs> how how did we do this? I forgot. Do we go through my entire list or do we go one at a time? Uh, we go through all your, all, everybody's list at, at okay. one time. All right, cool. So you're, yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll save Chris's for last in case he shows up. Um, oh, before, before we get started though, um, you guys have any, uh, any charities you want to mention that's going on? Um, GoFundMe's charities. This was something I, I think I, I think I asked you guys if you guys were cool with doing it. Um, but we ended up postponing the episode, so I forgot about it. But, uh, yeah. Do you guys have any, um, charity albums or just, just char- GoFundMes in general? Oh, um, first. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. No, you go, go, go for it. Um, Punk Rock Saves Lives has the volume two of their album up for pre-order right now. I think there's still copies of volume one. It's just a compilation album with all proceeds going to benefit Punk Rock Saves Lives. And Punk's Giving has their compilation up. Also, just bands donated songs. Dave Strong's on it to benefit their organization, which provides like outreach and support, I think, mostly in the Richmond, Virginia area. But, I mean, they've been pretty active online as well, so... Nice. Where, where where do they go to find the album? Uh, punksgiving.org or punkrocksaveslives.org, which might be wrong. I know it's .org, but it might just be Punk Rock Saves. Okay. Yeah, the only ones I was uh, going to mention is obviously Squally, our, our pal Squally's um, compilation album that he puts out every year it's miracle on com mm. um it's uh it's all <clears throat> a bunch of local artists doing you know holiday related tunes and it raises money for child's play which is uh they give video games and other types of games i think to um terminally ill kids um the other thing i was going to mention the gofundme uh Z- zippa recording studios yeah has a GoFundMe up right now. They uh, had a fire in the building and the whole entire studio was destroyed. It was like really tragic, um, which uh, I've never been there. I don't know them personally, but I, I have definitely like heard 
a lot about Zipper Recording, and I know a lot of artists that have recorded there, and it's been a, a legendary um, kind of staple in the Boston music scene for many years. Um, I think he was in the space for like 30 years, 30-ish years roughly in this building on Corey Road in Brighton. Um, and the whole building, you know, uh, basically yeah. burned. And that so was tragic, uh, tragic. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I don't think anybody there was no fatalities, you know, but he just uh, he lost the studio. So there's a GoFundMe up to raise money for him to get back on his feet and try to replace as much of the, the gear as he can. And he had a lot of like, you know, vintage analog gear and stuff like that that is just really difficult to find or replace and took him years to to collect it. So um, the fastest way to get to the GoFundMe, I have it in my uh, link trees on my Instagram account. So if you want to go to um, uh, at dirty, uh, dirty DB cast is my Instagram. I believe I always forget what the actual, uh, like handle is for it. Cause I haven't been, <clears throat> I haven't been on the air in a little while, but yeah, it's at dirty DB cast, um, or at, uh, Jeff and records is my, <laughs> my personal Instagram account. And you can find that GoFundMe linked there, um, in both of my bios. So it's awesome. It's also on the podcast TSA link tree thing too, as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping they could raise a bunch of money for that gentleman to get us get, try to replace some of it anyway, you know? Yeah. Um, seems like a really great guy. And, um, uh, so I just feel super bad for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Me too. Um, I, I've got one too. It's a, this isn't music related, but it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a charity. I, I kind of just stumbled apart a couple of weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine that I used to work with down in Westerly, Rhode Island, um, her two-year-old son w- was diagnosed with stage four Burkitt lymphoma. Um, it's it's a I don't know how rare of a cancer it is, but stage four anything isn't good, especially yeah. not with a two-year-old who's got a whole life to live. Um, so they're raising money. There's a GoFundMe for that. I, it's on the uh, podcast link tree. There's a dinner. There's a fundraiser dinner in Westerly, Rhode Island on Sat. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. It's in, it's in Mystic, Connecticut. They're holding it in Mystic, Connecticut at the Mystic VFW. That's on Saturday, January 22nd. Uh, it's a $20 ticket to get in. Uh, it's between 4 and 7. Like I said, they're just raising money for the family to help them with um, with all the hospital costs. So um, in addition to that, we have our normal, you know, um, uh, wow. Woo. My brain just reset on me. Holy shit. Uh, outside of that, we have our normal two, two um, charity albums that, we, that we've been talking about forever. Um, you know, uh, Punk with a Purpose, the Colangio Carcinoma Foundation, and um, The Benefit for Bueno, friends playing, friend, uh, play, friends playing Songs for a Friend. Those two can also are linked to the podcast, um, Struggling Artist Podcast link tree. You can find those albums there as well. Um, check them out. Support if you can. If you can't share, you know, at the very least share. That's what I always try to tell everybody. If you can't always yeah. support. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to keep doing that every Bandcamp Friday episode. If you guys are down, find another For little sure. charity just to kind of, you know. Um, unfortunately, it's, uh, you know, things come up and, and, and then that's when we got to, you know, put a call out to everybody and, and and I know the listeners of the struggling artists are very um very very generous when it comes to this kind of thing when it comes to any kind of GoFundMe so I know they'll step up to the plate. But all right, let's get to our list. Are we ready? Without Chris today, we're just a, we're a, all right. 
I'm using we collectively. I am a mess without Chris here today. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get to our list. I'll start with mine, I guess, since that's why we've been doing it. Um, local. My mm. local is, uh, they're out of Boston. They're called the Shanghai Lows. Um, the album was Kick It, Kick it Like a Wicked Bad Habit. This this album was, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I had heard it a while back and I forgot about them and I, I had to really like rack my brain to find it because I knew I wanted it for this episode. Um, it's got this like pop rock swing, springtime kind of bop vibe to it. Um, it and uh, they're really good. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with them. I know like they're, if you look at their their band camp thing, they tell you what other bands they're in and stuff. But um, yeah, I know this album was was uh just it was it's, it's a happy music and I want I wanted happy music this this time around. It didn't work, but this this album works. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, that was my first pick was the the Shanghai Lows, um, kick it kick it like a wicked bad habit. Uh, it's got like I said, if you like swing rock, that's what this is. So. I uh I really like this album. I got like the fifties like sock hoppy for some reason vibe like and I love rockabilly music anyways. So this isn't really rockabilly, but it, it reminds you of what they'd have played at like the you know, the dance where the boys are standing on one side and the girls are standing on the other side being weird. <laughs> being weird. <laughs> being yeah. awkward. I, I had uh cool mellow surf rock retro vibes. Um uh yeah, it's like surf rocky and kind of pop rock. Uh definitely have like had that like fifties um uh like uh, dance hall kind of not da- not dance hall like the music style, but da- like yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Like so like yeah. like a like a dance in um <clears throat> Back to the Future or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. had the had those vibes for sure. And super fun. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Have, <clears throat> have you heard of them? I always I always ask Jess Jeff when it comes to the, my locals is if he had heard of them before. Have you heard of these? We're guys? both in the same place. Yeah. yeah. No, I hadn't heard of anybody on your list and I really want to talk about um the 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 next two too oh, because yeah i i want you to tell me all about who these people are because i'm very stoked that i just discovered them but but no i had not heard of the shanghai lows and i'm definitely going to listen to them and keep them in my rotation now because they're awesome super fun to listen to awesome all right chris you're up oh wait all right no well, no you're gonna go I'm through still not here fully, you're... <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm gonna t- he didn't email me his novel on what he thought of the album. So, <laughs> um, all right. So my next pick. My brain's too slow. So, <laughs> so listen. My, then the, the, our, our next criteria for the next pick. Uh, Jeff had suggested this one, right? And I didn't quite get. And I, I don't think I followed it as true to how you how how you suggested it. But like it was like a search, right? Isn't that what you, you wanted to go to do with? a cold like to just kind of do a cold search? A yeah, cold search. I thought maybe. Right. I thought maybe that would be cool. Yeah. So like or like click on a genre and just go find something. All right. So how I find found Tyler. This is uh my next one is um Jesus I, I hate doing this shit on my phone because my phone locks out and then so uh, the next album I have is called Why I Am Um Why I Am, right? Um it's by Tyler Seton. Now I met Tyler, okay, and um never listened to his music. 
he actually works at a venue um, down in, in uh, Rhode Island in the hometown that I'm from, in my hometown. And, like, I had met him. We were there checking out the venue. And I had met him, and, 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 and briefly, real quick, he had mentioned, like, that he, you know, that he plays music and, and uh, this and that. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll check out your stuff. So I, I felt I felt like this would be the perfect opportunity for that since I had never heard mm. him before. I don't know if that quite meets your cold search requirements but um or parameters but i i went i think it. it's totally fine yeah, yeah cool so uh, i i checked out why i am um it's very folky and it's 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 i mean it's very honest this was a very honest little album that he had um it surrounds it's it's surrounded with mental health talk you know or uh music and uh um I I I don't know. I just I'm, I was really I was really impressed by it, and uh, I actually reached out and I told him we we're going to be talking about it. So, and he was very nice. he was very grateful. The album's a little old, but he's got new stuff. He said he's got coming up, and he's in a band too. I, I think I think their band is a cover band, but he's been trying to again. He's another person that I've met um, that that is trying to do more like their own thing than than just playing covers for people, you know. Um, I am looking forward to hearing what Tyler has next. I think he is, I think what he's singing about is very important. And I think he's going to be, um, you know, I, I think he's going to kind of come forth with, with more of that kind of music. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. I think when it comes to mental health in general, <clears throat> Music, music, musicians have always been kind of ahead of the curve about being open about it, and it's because it's the way we, you know, it's the way you guys can you know, can portray how you feel, your feelings. You're putting everything you got into music, and and um, you know, this is exactly what Tyler did in this in this album. So, yeah, I dug it. I was I wrote down uh, acoustic folky punk stuff, slightly emo. The the uh, there's some like throwback vibes and and like the vocal style and stuff like that that i loved and um just like exactly what i was looking for as far as like some stuff to i was hoping this time around as i said before we did our intros like was was we were all kind of on the same page with um pulling some some different stuff that was like maybe uh not all revolving just around punk and um yeah I, i i liked it a lot Mm. yeah i love this pick like just a dude in a guitar i like the emo folk like yeah um and i've been listening to this one a lot too like i really like that singer songwriter style and i've uh i've been getting back into playing so i don't like making friends so i don't ever want to be in a band so i've been like like trying to draw inspiration from from i'm like if i make friends i don't want to have to work with them right (laughs) nice nice all right so my x factor my x factor comes from man with song and it's called kind of the first um this is russ condon he's from a band town meeting they're from like the fitchburg area um okay phenomenal like americana folk band um, yeah yeah Do you, are you familiar with them no i am now and i'm i'm <laughs> i've i went and dug in on instagram oh uh, yeah 
uh, last night when I was listening to this, but I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Rob, um, man with song, he has an album coming out soon. Uh, it's still in the, the post-production stages of it, but he threw this together kind of like a, like a band camp thing. And, and, uh, um, what I, what I like about, and, and this goes for Russ and his brother, his brother, Luke, Luke Condon has a really awesome, um, little solo album he put out last year. Um, that's, uh, it's like beautiful. And then there's like funny songs and like these guys, these guys are hilarious. First of all, I just want like, they're both really funny and like, you can listen to like their lyrics and like, like you can, they, you have, it's, it's just weird. Cause sometimes when I think of like Americana and like folk music, like I kind of think of pompous people and these guys are not that, you know what I'm saying? Like they, like they'll, they'll, they'll sing about like getting drunk and you know, and, or, or, or whatever. Um, and they like to have fun with their stuff too. Like I'm pretty sure the first song on that one is about putting together a, this little album, um, about pulling songs yeah. to put. Yeah. So I mean, it's just I don't know. I I I'm I'm into it. I think I think they I think um I think Russ has a beautiful voice, um, and he's a fantastic uh, musician. So I was really happy that he put this out, and I I grabbed it right away. Also, they are all, um they Russ his brother Luke. And Mike Shu from um, 100 FM The Pike out here in Worcester, formerly from AAF, they have a podcast. They have a Neil Young podcast. And last I checked, it's like the only <laughs> Neil Young podcast around. So, <laughs> so Entirely about Neil Young. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. They go through every album. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's kinda, tracks. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that definitely tracks. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, these guys, they're, they're just, uh, yeah, like I said, um, Russ is a great guy. And I was happy he put this little thing out and I'm happy to be able to talk about it today. So yeah, you're definitely going to, if you want to listen to it, I mean, you're going to get this, like, uh, you're going to get Americana focus, which I mean, I, I, there's no other way around that one. Right. I, <laughs> I literally just wrote, yes with a whole bunch of s's <laughs> it's the first <laughs> thing that i wrote down and i started listening to this and i was like yes it's mellow it's awesome and uh and like was just i was like i was just on that vibe of for this whole uh you know even with with my first pick too like um also also just can we just be honest and like put this out there like this guy is also fucking ridiculously attractive yeah. <laughs> like yeah, incredibly yeah. handsome man yeah. um beautiful voice as well and uh and then i like looked into like his bands and i assumed that you knew you must have known them that you were a fan of that band or whatever but i really i haven't like started listening to the band um <clears throat> except for a couple of their videos on Instagram, but I have to, uh, I definitely want to dive into some of their stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I dig it for sure. He, his voice reminds me a little bit of the singer from the band deer tick. Okay. Uh, it reminded me of his vocal tone a little bit. You know what I would say so, about, about, about yeah. his music about in about the band. It makes me fucking smile. And like, I don't like to smile a whole lot. So, you know, but it, you know, what? It, I, I described their, I described their last album, as like something you would you would find on like a soundtrack to like a coming home movie, like a movie where a guy yeah. you know someone comes home and, and the coming of age, like you know what I mean, like that kind of yeah. thing. Like that's the yeah. music perfect for that, perfect. But without the without the pretentious air of like Mumf- Mumford and Sons, yes, right, like, yeah, exactly. That's what you were saying. You were thinking of those people yeah. as being like douchey, yeah. Which like I get that. I totally under yeah, for sure. It's yeah. got a lot. It's a little bit more like. 
self-aware and yeah, yeah self-aware and goofy and like um humorous and stuff yes that 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 i dig those vibes for sure yeah <clears throat> i i miss this one but i do want to say that i'm glad you brought up uh certain genres fan bases that way i don't feel bad when i bring it up during mine <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so all right um jeff you want to go your list sure um yeah i uh so my 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 local as i said we were just like we were on vibes with just like some some mellower stuff acoustic stuff folk stuff stuff that wasn't like total punk and then and then my and then my x factor got weird but uh yeah for my local pick i had my uh my dear friend ce skidmore uh who has just we were talking on the last episode about the low-hanging fruit factor but um had to had to put her uh her record deer Island on this uh on this show because um it's fantastic she is one of the best songwriters that i've ever met in my life personally um <clears throat> i don't really know i don't have good words if i hope i hope that chris maybe listens to it and that if he joins us he can spin his magic of, yeah. of review because um he he could just say it probably so much better than me i don't have good words i've never had good words for describing her um as a musician she's just it's folk it's punk um it's got a it's got a dark edge to it that um she just she just weaves words together um she's an amazing lyricist and uh and she weaves words together in a way that uh, has has always moved me a lot. She's been in a couple different incarnations of bands. She it, her band was called Live Nude Girls, and it was uh, her and Aria and another friend of theirs that played the fiddle originally. And then um, and then that person left the band, and so then it was just kind of the two of them. And every once in a while, they'll they'll still kind of get together as like a duo um, and do like a little thing, kind of almost as a reunion uh, occasionally. But for the most part, now it's just her and. Um, as the the principal songwriter and then she'll play live with um a band carrie ann and the damn fine band uh ce skidmore and the damn fine band uh you know her full name is carrie ann and, um but uh but yeah i think her stuff is it's it's sad but it's also um beautiful and um it's also very clever she just is like a clever tongue-in-cheek lyricist sometimes and um you know, she just never fails to impress me with with the stuff that she writes. Also, a plug: my brother recorded this album um, mm-hmm. at his project studio space in Rhode Island, um, above a garage. And I think for what he had at his disposal, space wise and gear wise, it came out sounding fantastic. So um, I think I was very impressed by his improvements as an engineer on the record too so it's a personal pride <laughs> record for sure but yeah i i i was listening to this album like it was like days before you sent it over too like this is like the second or third time that's happened too which is weird but uh yeah her, her voice is so beautiful and like it and like you said she's got this like I don't know, like like this folk, dark, kind of like political angle to it, and 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 it just works. Everything, everything on that on that album works, and and I and I like it. And now that I know that your brother recorded it too, like I, I like it even I like it that much more. I cannot wait to um 
to see her perform because I'm looking forward to it. Oh, she's amazing. And she she will belt out songs live on stage and just break your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's I, fantastic. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I I had songwriting and three exclamation marks. I don't know why I always use three exclamation marks, but I'm guessing that's a good thing at this point. Uh, but yeah, that's usually the most important thing to me on any album. I mean, you can make music that sounds like any genre, but it's <laughs> completely fucking meaningless to me without songwriting. And between her voice and the lyrics, like this was an absolute banger. I love this album. I'm so glad you put it on this list. This was like probably the standout for me. Cool. Yeah. 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 C is great. Um, yeah. So my uh, my cold search that I did, you know, I didn't even really follow my own rule either because I just sort of opened the app and I finally figured out <laughs> that you can't like I was confused, too, because I thought I couldn't buy stuff on the app. And you just I guess apparently you have to be logged in like you you have to be logged into the fan account if you're using the app and then you can buy stuff. Um Really? which I didn't realize. Yeah. But I was trying to figure all that out. And in the process of figuring out all that out, I just like was on the main page, uh, their like main uh, splash page. And they, they cycle through different like featured artists. And this one just came up and I was like, Oh, I'm going to check this out. Um, <clears throat> and so it was this band Homefront, and uh, their, their record is called think of the lie. And uh, it's just straight up like 80s new wave synth. I loved it. Uh, like heavy, dark, um, very much like New Order, uh, Tears for Fears, like The Cure, like that kind of stuff. Um, and it was just super fun. I'm a sucker for 80s music. I always have been. It's my guilty pleasure. Um, Me too. Uh, one of my guilty pleasures. Um, and... Uh, I don't know why I'm usually more in a mood for it in the summertime. Like when the weather's warm, I'm just in the mood for giant cheesy drum, like giant drums and like cheesy synths all the time. But I heard this record and I was like, this is a record that I'm going to like just rock out to with my sunroof open in, <laughs> in the summertime. Um, yeah. I just thought they were cool. I just thought it was kind of a refreshing thing that there's like a band in 2021 that's still making that kind of music that just likes it and does it well. And there's still a fan base for it apparently so mm. i think it's i think it's pretty rad <laughs> i wrote down the i can just oh. oh go ahead go ahead i was just thinking about jeff rolling around boston in like the 80s trans am with the t's out fucking <laughs> rocking new wave jean jacket when I, when I was a kid my dad had a t-top car That's it was awesome. a it was called a dodge Murata. They made like five of them <laughs> and uh, jean a, jacket with a polo a shirt on. None of the buttons card. buttoned. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I had, I, I wrote down the cure and Depeche mode vibes right off the rip, right yeah. off the rip. Um, yeah. And then as the album progressed, it got harder, which, which kind of yeah. surprised me. Um, I, I, I don't know what this means, but I wrote deadly vibe. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> that might have yeah, been when i was like dark it's yeah. like doomy i love yeah, it yeah yeah it definitely had like a do yeah like especially as it, when it got harder you know um jeff that's my wheelhouse like 80s like i listened to like 80s freestyle i listened to fucking 80s rock um 
yeah, I have a ton of bands I could throw you if you like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, always. Uh, um, <laughs> no, this was it. This was good. Is there a vinyl to this one? I couldn't remember. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't actually look. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it regardless. Um, it was definitely. Uh, it definitely piqued my interest. Um, yeah, and and the the first half of that, like the like I said, where it's got that cure, the the cure and Depeche Mode, and like. Yeah, I'm I'm all about that shit. Um, guilty pleasure or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think I had like the exact opposite reaction of everybody else because my notes were like, "The Cure, I love this. I can't listen to it." Um, I think we've talked about before how sometimes music can like take you to a place, and this style of synth music just like. I, it takes me to a place in my life that wasn't great. Yeah. So even though I love it, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to listen to it because I'll just sit here and get fucking depressed and bummed out. But it's an amazing album. If you do like, I sat through it, but I'm like, yeah. I can't just have this. It's like a drug. I can't just have it laying around. <laughs> That's totally valid, man. I hear that 100%. Gotta watch myself. Yeah. And it, and even I couldn't listen like it's not the type of music I would listen to all the time. <laughs> like it's it's a lot to like it's a very dense, you know. Um Yeah. So, yeah, I feel that for sure. <clears throat> um yeah, cool. You want me to, so my last one, uh my X Factor, this band Public Serpents. They're uh from Jersey. And I saw them play at O'Brien's uh, a few weeks back. Um, they played with, um, oh gosh, I forget who else played that night. Um, There's a handful of local bands that played and uh, I had never heard of them before. And they didn't sound anything like they looked like they were going to sound, which is a terrible horrific thing to say because you should never like judge anybody that way but you know when you see a band you know you kind of like see the way they're all dressed or like the like their vibes like the way they look and you kind of think in your head like gee i wonder what this band's gonna sound like sounded nothing like what i thought they were gonna sound like at all um they're just like really super fast fun ska punk and i they put on a awesome live show like their energy live was fantastic and that will always reel me into a band um their their bass player like plays with a wireless pack and he just like ran across o'brien's and like jumped up on the bar and like was playing like up standing up on the bar and like you know if you know the folks at o'brien's like they're not exactly going to be cool with that unless you're like good and like you're actually like killing it and they were like they were like really fun and everybody was really into it um so i picked up their uh their seven inch split here when I at the show. Um, and so it's, it's them and it's this other band escape from the zoo. Who's also pretty good. Um, this is really like the only, they only had like two, uh, kind of things on, on a band camp and one was the split. So that's what I chose as the, they're ska, right? Yeah. It's like ska punk. It's that's that's like what I would, would, would describe it as it's, um, it's just like, great i didn't I, so that, that was one of the ones i didn't get a chance to put anything down for just a quick note when i wrote this is ska music so <laughs> that's all i've got on there right now sorry i didn't get I, it. I 
I always describe them as crust ska because they kind of feel like they have that crust punk vibe. Um, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. And I found them a while ago, actually, when that split came out because I love Escape from the Zoo. Okay, cool. So and they are so good. Like, I love the horns. Yeah. Um, they're just, yeah. I, I was super stoked to see you pick this because, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah they're they're super rad um i'm i hope they put out a full length i would love to hear a full length from them um that would be that would be great and i would definitely check them out again if they come through town they seem like they do tour a decent amount even with the pandemic um going on it looked like from their social media posts and stuff like that that they were pretty active so hopefully they'll be be on the road again soon i I feel like a lot of the bands in that scene are kind of on the rise right now for some reason. Days and Days is on Fat, Escape from the Zoo just signed to Fat, um, Bridge City Centers are touring. Like all those, all those bands that seem to run in that circle, and it might just be in my head. There might not be any circle there, but I was just picture hobos hopping trains, running around with their weird instruments, playing music. <laughs> I like that though. Well, That's a, yeah. And I love it. That's why I said, man, like I didn't, I didn't exactly think they were going to sound like that when I, when I kind of saw them. And um, I, I thought they were going to be, to be honest, I actually thought they were going to be heavier. Like I thought they were going to be more like grungy, like rock. Like I, I just, I don't know why. It's just the vibes I got. And, uh, and then they blew me away. I was like, fucking love this band. It's great. <clears throat> All right, Michael, your list. Oh, shit. It's my turn. Um, Chris isn't here yet. So my turn. I actually um, I ended up getting two local bands on accident. But the first one is Come Out Fighting from Detroit, Michigan, Any Port in the Storm. They are a hardcore band, and that is the scene I kind of came up in. So I like to revisit it from time to time, even though I'm told i'm too old to be going to hardcore shows no fuck that Uh, but i this this band actually played a show with a band i had picked um a couple months ago shitty neighbors and i started checking them out and i just really dug the sound i like i like that mixture of the hardcore scream vocals I don't know what you actually call it. I call it scream vocals. And then the clean vocals that aren't the overly polished clean vocals that you get in um I don't I don't even know the radio rock realm, octane core, whatever you want to call it. Um so yeah, I I just really dug this band. They were that was that was all I have. I'm rambling. I, I, so I'm sorry. This is one of the ones I didn't get to other than I wrote hardcore punk music. So, I mean, I listened to it. I just didn't get a chance to go in and like deep dive. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm just, it's, it's hard. No, it's and I guess while we're talking about hardcore, like anybody who was into hardcore in the nineties, like there was New York, there was LA, but then there was, um, that Rust Belt hardcore, and it's coming back in a big way right now. Is that what, is that what the, are... this is Rust Belt then? This is Rust Belt? Yeah. Rust Belt? Okay. Yeah, I like, they're from I, Detroit. I, I liked it. I just didn't have 
time I was <sighs> fucking being sick and then Chris isn't here, so I couldn't just be like, Chris, what'd you think of it? And just like, <laughs> repeat what he said. Chris, uh, we're missing our crutch. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So I, Everybody can see how weak this show is without Chris. Yeah, yeah. I just texted him that, actually. Um, <laughs> I just said, I'm, I said, I'm struggling without you, buddy. Um, no, so like, the, yeah, I, I, I definitely liked it. It's definitely not the hardcore that I know. And. I like that. I like to hear something that's a little bit different. So you call it that Rust Belt hardcore makes me want to check out more from them and more from you know that area. Um, I I just wasn't like I said. I'm just but I've been sick. I've been sick, so I didn't have a chance to go deep diving. The uh, you were talking about about that on the last episode or the one before, like like the whole Rust Belt because I didn't. You know, I I know that there's hardcore is one of the is like one of those genres that has so many subgenres and like post versions and like different and it's very regional like there's tons of different regional so i i didn't even like really know that that was a thing like rust belt hardcore was its own kind of thing so um yeah i wrote like i just wrote like slamming hardcore it's got some clever kind of funny lyrics that i noticed through the few songs um i listened through like uh like some it's funny uh, but there's like some politics layered in there, right. um, but in kind of like a tongue in cheek, like way, like they have some sort of clever kind of kind of like humorous lyrics, which I think is a cool juxtaposition with like heavy music. Um, so, yeah, I, I dug it for sure. <clears throat> um, where am I at? Um, my second one is was. uh. I can't remember if I picked this for this was my cold search. Uh, we are the union just so happens that they are from Ann Arbor, Michigan, which if Detroit's 40 minutes North Ann Arbor's like 40 minutes Northwest. I don't know directions very well. I don't drive. Um, the album is ordinary life and I have horn laden ska. Um, this was the, lead singers kind of coming out album as a trans person and it's it's emotional but still a really fun listen i actually have the vinyl version behind me um yeah and since we were talking about charity albums and i forgot they actually were on tour just like a few weeks ago and their van got broken into so they have a GoFundMe up. We are the union. If um, you've ever bought a guitar, just one, you know that getting a van full of gear robbed would be kind of crippling to anybody trying to make it. Yeah, that's terrible. I still can't believe that that still happens. It's just like, it's just such, it's so awful that like <laughs> people who are going around like probably making the least amount of money and working the hardest and living on the like smallest margin are targeted oh, as like, right. It's, it's so shitty. <laughs> it's so shitty. Like, and it happens yeah. All the and time. it always, and it happens to little bands. Like I could see if, listen, dude, if you want to break in and steal Metallica's fucking gear, they can buy more. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's not fine. I shouldn't, I shouldn't like. right it doesn't excuse the morality of it it's like it doesn't make it any more right but it's just like right yes those people have protections in place that like they could they could handle that yeah. but like 
the little DIY band that's on tour like that, that ruins a whole tour that stops a whole t- like sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's just depending on what and how much they take, but it's just like so shitty. It's just like some of like you're already kind of the most in one of the most vulnerable spots <laughs> as like a DIY touring musician to begin with. It sucks. I love this band though. We are the union is fantastic. Uh, I they're also like really fun scout punk. I love the social political aspect to their lyrics and i think it's fucking awesome that they're a queer band uh you know that is like in that circuit and kind of in that world as well um i think it's uh i think it's just kind of encouraging and and uh it's just cool to have more bands that are that are part of that community and are coming out and supporting it and like bringing that into punk rock because i think punk is like this place for people to fit in who don't feel like they've been able to fit in other places so it's always been so, sort of like second nature to me that like the queer world and the and the punk world would be overlap you know yeah so um i i love this band uh they they have some like yellow card ish uh some of their lyrics remind me reminded me of on this record and uh, i was i was digging that too <laughs> I have to go back and listen. <clears throat> I, I dropped really the ball. Good. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. They're really good. And this was like, I don't typically, I love ska music. I played trombone in when I was a little, like middle high schooler. I guess I shouldn't do that. I was probably the same fucking height. I haven't grown. Um, <laughs> but <Me> but like, <laughs> this was another one of those ones where I was like, the scene around it, I just like, I kind of keep my ska love on the down low because I don't want to talk to ska people. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate for this, but I get it, man. Love the music. Love the music. Fans. It's that pretension that we talked about during uh, the Americana. Like, yeah. Um, my last one, my last one, I found completely on accident. Uh, Cheshi, Chesh, Cheshki, Cheshi, I think I'm saying it right, is from Connecticut. And he had a song called Consider It a Win on the Fest album this year, the, the charity album for Grace. Um, but his full album is This Guitar was stolen along with years of our lives and it is folk punk rap there there's spoken a word. pretty spoken there's a pretty like wide range of sounds on this album for a dude and acoustic guitar i mean i get that there is also a band behind him but yeah i i just really dig i dug the song so i started that's why I love comp albums because I get to find things I've never heard of. And so I dug into his library and everything's fantastic, but this album released this year and it's fantastic from start to finish. It's emotional and um, sometimes uplifting, sometimes dark, but I, I really dug it. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote down the truth. Like he's, he speaks the truth. <laughs> Start to finish, um, I don't know. I, I, um, 
I, I think it's, it's not, it, this is going to be weird, so bear with me. It has a familiar sound to it. Not in the sense of that I think he sounds like somebody else, but in the sense of like, there's a there's a sense of familiarity to like what he's saying that's relatable. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I fell in love with that song, Consider It a Win. I was like, mm. this this is how I feel most yeah. days. Like, and he's from New England. He's from Connecticut. You said. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I, I don't know if I've heard of him. New before. Haven, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, no. I, I was also. I mean. I I also. Uh, was confused. I wrote down that I was like unsure how to pronounce it technically, but um, I thought uh, I thought it was really clever, darkly humorous, and um, I I just wrote <laughs> I just wrote trumpets with an exclamation point, and then I wrote kooky, funny, uh, cool folk rock. Um, yeah, I thought it was like really just like something neat and refreshing and like funny and super relatable. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, so are we gonna run down Chris's list? You guys want to do that? Because I don't. I think we should at least mention them, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so who who who's got his list? Uh, I I have it here. Um, <clears throat> apparently I only listened to the first one he picked was um Husalonia Husalonia. Yeah. Um, Neferi Neferico Chalet, I believe, is the name of the record it was a live record um uh i was it i i didn't actually realize that it was a live I, record yeah I, yeah i think it's a live album i thought it sounded really good i thought the the audio quality like the mix was really good i wrote elvis costello meets rockabilly vintage rock and roll vibes upbeat mellow groovy mm. um i i dug again it would kind of had that little bit surf rocky a little bit like retro kind of rock and roll high school dance vibes and and I was I was into it but with a little bit more of a punk edge to it kind of you know um that's a, that's as far as I kind of got with it but I I thought it was cool I dug it yeah I wrote I wrote swing meets country meets rock and then I wrote it sounds all old like like something <laughs> like, like you could pick from any any era of music and and that's what these guys would fit in there um I got a note here. I am what happens when one spends too much time alone. I think that might have been one of the tracks. It was really it stuck out to me, so I don't know why I wrote that down though. But um sounds like it would be a good lyric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm maybe there was a lyric, I don't know. I don't know. It stuck out to me. And it, it came from that album. I know that much. Um nice. yeah, I got to take better notes when I'm not feeling well, I think. So this uh this album I really liked because the beginning starts out I felt like the beginning started out with that like 50s um drive-in diner style music like I wrote Tarantino like cuz I feel like it could have been playing at Jumpin' Jack Slims in Pulp Fiction like that's the type of music but then as the album progressed I felt like the time period i shouldn't say time period because it's all new but like it almost progressed into that 60s style more surfy um yeah surfy upbeat like surf rock yeah yeah the retro vibes were strong i dug it for mm. sure yeah um 
his second one was a seat. Uh, well, they get the band's called Pretty Please, and the record's called Acedia. Yeah, right. I might have missed that one. Um, it's kind of thra- I it had it's like thrashy alt rock kind of grunge stuff, and um, I wrote like '90s throwback vibes, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Soundgarden. Mm. Um, I I liked this too. I thought again something refreshing like different not not kind of outside of the world of punk where we've been hovering around for the last few episodes and i was stoked to listen to it yeah i missed i must have missed this one because my next one is definitely not that so um i'm operating on um memory but the grungy vibes did uh pretty well describe this one i didn't really all right. I don't have anything because I don't have any notes, but I know I listened to it. And his last one, Caitlin Canty. Yeah, I, was she out of Nashville? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a gorgeous voice. Yes. The record was called Motel Bouquet, and uh, love it. Her very like soft kind of Nora Jonesy voice, but then paired with like the Nashville kind of country. Re- folk sound yeah um but like the nice kind of i i felt like it was ear friendly folk and not like not like that cheesy country it's not pop it's not not pop country like which walmart country but very but very like beautiful like Mm -hmm. well-written you know i wrote down she's country if jewel sung country music like she had she had a beautiful voice um yeah. it definitely i wrote no pop country it's def this is definitely not pop when people say they don't like country music it's because they're not listening deep enough um like it, there's because if i mean i can play you i can play you three off with their head songs that sound like country music because they're doing it with an acoustic guitar you know what i'm saying like there's country yeah. Or Chuck Reagan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> fucking Lenny Lashley. You can, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can, you can find this stuff. It's folk. It's folk music. It, it, it just it, happens to have a certain sound, right? It's but like, of, it's not Kenny, fucking Kenny Chesney, or right. like, I don't even know Garth who that Brooks is. Or yeah, yeah, I know who that is. I know Garth Brooks. But, but yeah, 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 it's not. You know, and like, I lived in the South, and I had to, and I'm not a big country person. Um but like I had to like I I know good music when I hear it. So when I was booking bands, I would you know I listen to their music and that's how it would happen. But there's there's like a and, and there's a place for pop pop country. There there absolutely is a place. For, it's not it's not there's not a place for it at my table. But there's a place for pop country. <laughs> this is not this is singer songwriter. You know um, right. But I mean anything singer songwriter like you're gonna get a deep deep connection to i think um one way or the other um yeah i I thought i thought this was beautiful music so yeah agreed loved it beautiful voice beautiful lyrics it sounded it reminded me of what i've never been to like a real honky tonk in the south but it (laughs) it reminded me of what like would be performing on a weekday in a honky tonk like it's not party music it's it's not like get up and get drinking music but it's just beautiful it's it's something you want to listen to and while it wasn't really like my preferred style 
I could definitely see times when this would be what I would want to listen to. Mm. And her they, voice, her voice is just fucking amazing. I was blown away. Yeah, you you absolutely would find her. Like I, when I was in Nashville uh, one night that I was there, my buddy and I were at a bar um, and it was you know, they had a bunch of different because like there's so many musicians in Nashville, like you'll go to a bar and there'll be like three or four local artists uh, playing just in the background, like at a restaurant or like at a plate, like not even like specifically a show, but just like they are the live entertainment booked all night long, all the time. There's always somebody playing on a stage in a corner of a place everywhere all the time. Um, and there was like there was a girl that played that was like very similar. Um so yeah, totally, definitely like uh, an artist you would hear playing. I think um, at a uh, at a venue in that in that part of the country, um, just just kind of easy easy mellow vibes. Like it's it's definitely cr- could hear her playing on a weeknight or something. It's criminal. <clears throat> it's criminal how musicians are treated in Nashville. Yeah. Oh God, it's terrible. Some it's terrible. You, no, none get paid. And then. Sorry. Sorry. Um, none of them, none of them get paid and then some have to pay to play. Yeah. It's, it's criminal. It's fucking criminal. Cause there's a lot of musicians. And, and if Nashville is like the place for music, music now, whether or it's not a jungle. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a country singer or not. All the best producers are there now. It was like what, what Seattle was in the nineties is where Nashville is now. Right. Um, and, yeah. and uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see. I I remember I I booked a band that a punk rock band from the Nashville area, and they were like, "Wait, you're paying us?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm paying you." Like, they you know it was just they just were like, oh, "I just I feel bad for a lot of music because it, it's it's the place to go, but you know it's also so it's it's just that competitive there that like to get on a stage you have to. You bet, yeah, kind you gotta, of you gotta, buy your way in, in. In certain, I mean, I think probably in certain yeah. circles it, it is. If, if you want to play like, Broadway, we were, if you want to play Broadway. We were at a bar, like I remember being at a bar and, you know, normally you would have like maybe one, like if you were at a bar in Quincy <laughs> or here in Boston somewhere, you'd have a maybe one person that plays like some covers and some background music and it's like whatever, you know, like I'm talking about like, music that you hear somebody playing at a bar that's it's not a show like you're not right. there specifically for a show they're hired to just yeah. be like live entertainment for the for the evening for whoever's in the venue right here you would have maybe like one person that does that all night and they they play a few different sets and they take a break at this bar we were at they had like a whiteboard with like five or six artists on it that would be playing all throughout the night and they each get like 30 minutes or whatever like because okay. there's just that many people like there's that the the market is that saturated there think, with think of it like almost like an open mic musicians night. yeah but like everywhere a, yeah, <laughs> like yeah everywhere yeah. all the time and then and then on that main drag in like the the big touristy neighborhood there where they have all those honky tonks like you're talking about like all those all those venues like there's a whole bunch of bars all along this one strip uh that have like every single one of them has a stage and every single one of them has like 
a sound system that is worth like six times what you would find at like even a legitimate venue up here. Like, like these are like, these are like shitty, like Bud Light drinking honky tonk bars where like people are just going to get messed up. Like think of like the finance, like, I don't Well, I don't here in Boston, like, you know, the financial district is like where all those bars are here. And, and like, it's like, just like the people that go out on like Friday and Saturday nights to get shitty and like, you know, listen to terrible pop mainstream pop music and like just fight with each other um but it but in nashville all those bars are like have live bands playing all the time and and it's like it's insane like you walk by them and you see like they have like a half a million dollar sound system in this tiny little corner for this little stage because that's how much business they're doing all the time and like how many different artists they have playing there all the time and how you know that that market is just so crazy um compared to anywhere else i've ever been it was it was insane, but yeah. yeah, but they'll just, they'll just, and they'll just have artists playing all the time. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you, it, you might have to buy your way into some of that because it's, there's so much competition there. So uh, Memphis seemed that way to me when I was there, Memphis seemed similar, which makes sense. They're four hours apart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Memphis, you're going to get a lot of, um, what's it? It's uh, grittier. Rock and roll and blues. It's yeah. grittier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Memphis yeah. has got a more, a harder like blue collar rougher vibe to it but it's still known as being a music city and like yeah yeah for sure so all right well is that is that everyone's list i think so i think so all right all right all right how how long were you chris chris you got anything to say yeah yeah this is the quickest episode you want to fucking save this let's let chris uh let chris play us out should I should I call him? <laughs> oh man, oh, that's we right. miss you, buddy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Right. Um. All right. Anyone else? Let's talk, Michael. What's your YouTube channel? Chris will be back next month, so don't give up on us, people. Yeah, don't give up on us yet. Yeah, we're also we're all sick and. And I know. Yeah, we're after all... after we're in an after Christmas funk on this oh, one. Oh so. man, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm recovering from fucking COVID, and so is Jeff, and so. Um... And I got I got COVID by proxy. Yeah. Apparently digitally. this week. <laughs> yeah, I got, digital, got digital. I got digital. Everybody I knew was sick, so I had to be sick. I guess. Um. The YouTube channel is Punk as Folk, and the Instagram is Punk A Folk. I haven't really been doing much lately. I've been taking it easy, waiting for the new year. Um, shit gets busy around Christmas time for everybody, so I didn't feel like I wanted that added stress currently. But I will be back with shit in January. Um, yeah, Jeff, or if. You follow me on Instagram and see what I'm listening to every day. Uh, the show is uh, Dirty Decibels. It's um, at Dirty DB Cast on Instagram. It's um, anchor.fm slash Dirty Decibels. Um, also, also taking a break, but we'll be back hopefully in the spring with some new episodes and some new guests. That'd be awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. So I'm Trev, the struggling artist. I don't take breaks. Um, for better or no worse, for better, yeah, for better or worse, I don't take breaks. Uh, find me, I don't know, on the sound places where you listen to, I am fucking struggling on the sound places where you listen to podcasts, struggling artists podcast, 
um, Podcast TSA on the socials. And Chris is not here, but uh, you can find Chris at um, that one time at Bandcamp Podcast where he, I think he's on a break too for the holiday, but, you know, he does good stuff over there. So check him out as well. Um, that's it. Thank you for struggling with us this entire episode. I promise. Oh, wait. Can I plug one more thing, actually? Yes. Since I have this stage. Um, So I'm currently working on another project in the planning phases. If you are somebody who has, like, struggled with addiction or recovery and would like to reach out to me to possibly speak about it with me, um, obviously in a public environment, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for guests for this project to speak with me. So if you're interested, hit me up on my Instagram. Um, cool. And yeah, cool. Give us more it'll details. It'll all be confidential. It'll all be confidential until like the episodes actually air. So if yeah. you decide you want to back out, it's not like I'm going to run around fucking being like, guess who? Guess all right. who? All right. That's it for this week or uh, this month. We'll talk to you guys next month. Bye. Bye. All right. Now, before we get into my thoughts on all these picks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Whether you're looking for a new album, CD, shirt, or hoodie, GetPunk.com has got what you need. On the website, you will find exclusives from Stateline Records, as well as limited editions from other record companies. One of the greatest features of GetPunk.com is the GetPunk Record Club. Every month, you will get a record. You will get at least one LP. Sometimes you'll get two. Sometimes you'll get an LP and a 7-inch. It's like a grab bag. It's awesome. But here's the thing. It's not like any other record club. Mark handpicks these. Everyone gets the same thing unless you already bought that title from GetPunk.com. And if you did that, he'll give you an alt. And he really goes out of his way to make sure you're getting something new to listen to. What you got to do is head over to GetPunk.com. Check out the site. Pick up some vinyls and use the offer code STRUGGLE at checkout. That will give you 10% off your order. So again, head over to GetPunk.com, pick up some vinyl records, and use the offer code STRUGGLE at checkout for 10% off your total. Okay, so I'm recording this without having listened to what they had to say about their picks or my picks. And then I'm going to probably go back and listen to see if we were on the same page. So first of all, I wanted to point this out. Uh, We decided what we're doing as this group doing Bandcamp Fridays once a month is we're each going to kind of come to the table and give our ideas on what kinds of picks we should be doing. And so for Trev, he wanted to pick, as always, we pick a local act Uh, Then one he called a cold search, something where you just kind of looked at something, looked it up without knowing who it was, and then just picked it and went from there. And then an X factor, meaning it it could be whatever reason you picked it for. So we're going to go with Trev Allen's first pick. His local pick is by a band called the Shanghai Lows. The album is called Kick It Like a Wicked Habit. So right away, I dig the sound of this band. It's got this 50s sock hop flavor with energy of Weezer's Buddy Holly. There's also an early Motown feel to songs like Stay. Two things that struck me were, one, how well the male and female vocals complemented each other, and how big and booming the drums feel in this band. And then on top of it, they end with a killer cover of Chicago's Saturday Night in the Park. This was definitely something I'm going to be adding to my collection. 
His second pick for his cold search is by a guy named Tyler Seaton, and the album is called Why I Am. My first thoughts are sweet. I love acoustic music. And then I stopped trying to analyze because I became transfixed by the beauty of the playing and the accompanying vocals. And the vocals, man, first of all, there's this all at once strong and fragile quality to his tone, and his range is great. Kind of reminds me of Chris Martin of Coldplay. This is such a great EP. All the songs are full of heart, and the tone of the guitar is so warm. Another one that I'll be grabbing. So for Trev, he's currently at two for two. Great pick so far. And now for his X Factor, it's a an artist called Man With Song, and the album is called Kinda The First. So again, this is another acoustic. This has more of a folk Americana feel to it. The guitars feel a little bit more forlorn in this album from the previous EP I just listened to, but the vocals on this just blew me away. The soulful feel of his vocals on the song Oh Mind are killer, killer. The bone-chilling falsetto on the song Walking Cliché will break your heart. Honestly, this album floored me. If you're a fan of Band of Horses, you'll probably love this. It feels like a stripped-down version of them. As far as I'm concerned, Trev killed it on his three picks. All right, let's move on. I'm just going to keep going in the order that I listened to them. So we're going to go on to Michael Gratton's picks, uh, Mike of the Punkus Folk YouTube channel. So Mike's local was uh, by a band called Come Out Fighting, and the album is called Any Port in the Storm. So you hit play, and immediately you get your teeth kicked in. This is melodic post-hardcore. Drums and bass are heavy as fuck. Great balance of vocals going from shout and screaming to growl to melodic and singing. Aside from a few grooving tracks, this is a high-octane, balls-to-the-walls fist fight from beginning to end. Very nice pick and a pretty hardcore way to come back after a couple of acoustic listenings. Now, Mike's cold search was the band We Are The Union, and the name of the album is Ordinary Life. So I already know and love this band. I picked up the vinyl on pre-order. It's straight pop punk with flavors of ska and 80s synth. The hooks are catchy and the musicianship is tight. And the vocals bring me back to the late 90s, early 2000s pop punk era. And I'm not a huge fan of ska, but I do dig horns. And this album is full of them. Another solid pick from Mr. Gratton. And now for his X Factor... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. It looks like it's Seshi. It's C-E-S-C-H-I, Seshi, Seshi. And the name of the album is This Guitar Was Stolen Along With Years of Our Lives. So again, we get more acoustic, but this time with strings and horns. And the first thing I'm thinking is, what is this? The second song has an accordion. The album is great. It's got a combination of Americana, alternative, folk, indie, and rock and roll DNA, all with punk rock undertones. I dig everything about it. The musicianship, the song structure, the vocals, the lyrics. This is definitely different from anything I've heard in a while, and it's something I must own. So another three great entries from Michael. Man, we are on a roll on this episode. I really hate that I missed it. I wish I would have been here to talk to these guys about it, and I can't wait to hear what each of them said about these albums. All right, let's get on to Jeff's picks. Mr. Jeff Bousquet of the Dirty Decibels podcast. His three picks, we're starting with his local. It is an artist known as C.E. Skidmore, and the album is called Deer Island. So immediately this song opens with vocals and lyrics that I instantly dig. 
They're strong, and there's a slight smokiness to the quality of Skidmore's tone. And the second track establishes that Americana folk punk feel that is present throughout the rest of the EP. I love nothing to see here. The combination of electric guitar and banjo hooked me. Overall, it's a great five-song EP that makes me wish that there were more to hear. I'm an instant fan, and I'll definitely be grabbing a copy of this myself. Next up on his cold search, he's got a band called Homefront. The name of the album is called Think of the Lie. So as soon as I hear the synths that open the tracks sprinkled with this Edge-style guitar picking, I'm in. Then dancey 80s synth pop beats kick in, and I gotta say, I love this. And when the vocals come in and it makes this whole thing feel kind of like The Cure or Depeche Mode, I know I love this. This whole album is a love letter to post-pop punk new wave synth pop. Another phenomenal pick. Man, I'm telling you, I hate that I missed recording with these guys because these are some awesome, awesome, awesome picks. So next up, we have uh, his X Factor. It's the band Public Serpents, and we're talking about a couple of songs that come on a split with another band called Escape from the Zoo. The songs are When Pigs Lie, and the other one is called Crust Punk Girl. So I have to say, I was not expecting ska, but I'm into it. And it's because it's not straight ska. There are moments of hardcore and punk, a little bit of rock that remind me of the Descendants, Rancid, and Melancholin. Guitars, vocals, and drumming are tight and pack a punch. And again, I love horns, so I do dig how they're being used in this band. Man, oh man, all three guys came with some absolute bangers for this episode. I can't stop saying it. I hate that I missed recording with them because this would have been so fun to get into with them. Okay, so now it's time for my picks. For my local pick, I picked a band or an artist called Hustlonia, and the name of the album is Neferico Chalet. Now, I said band and then changed it to artist because one of the things I realized is that it's basically an artist who uses a bunch of different band members depending on what project he's doing, but he constantly uses it under the moniker Hustlonia. And the other thing about this was that I wanted to come with different stuff, not the same old punk rock alternative post whatever we usually play. And I feel like I did a good job with this one. This album is full of so many cool tunes that seem to be influenced by so many early eras of rock and roll, it's ridiculous. There are hints of early British pop, blues rock, American country, lounge music, and psychedelic rock. Trust me, you have to hear this for yourself to understand what I'm talking about. And it has to be from beginning to end. None of this shuffling tracks crap. This album from Hustlonia made me sit up and say, who is this? I've got to check these guys out locally. So that's Hustlonia. Again, Neferico Chalet is the name of the album. My Cold Search was a band coming out of Atlanta called Pretty Please. And the name of the album is Acedia. The first thing that struck me about this band was how much the band has a 90s grunge Nirvana-esque sound. The guitars are like razor wire dripped in mud. The bass is thick and heavy and the drums are explosive. And the vocals are right in there, not trying to hide the fact that they could be an alternate universe version of Kurt Cobain. I love this album and I was so happy that I found it. I really am interested to see what the guys thought of it. So once again, that is Pretty Please by Acedia. And lastly, for my X Factor, I wanted to go even more different from what we've been doing. So I decided to hit up Nashville and see what they had to offer. And I found this artist named Caitlin Canty, and the name of the album is Motel Bouquet. 
So the way I ended up picking this was on a whim. I was just skimming through artists in Nashville, as I said, and I saw the artwork and I said, let me give this a listen. And I love, love the Americana country blues feel to this album. Now, earlier I said I loved horns. Well, I'm also a sucker for pedal steel guitars, and this album has that. It also has fiddle. It also has banjo, and it's got these vocals. Man, Caitlin's vocals feel like a cool breeze at the end of a warm summer day as the sun's dipping below the horizon and the lightning bugs start to pop up and the sky gets darker. I haven't stopped listening to this since I found it, and I'm telling you, it's a great album, so go get it now. Again, that's Caitlin Canty, Hotel Bouquet. And there you have it. Those are my thoughts on everybody's picks as well as my own. Uh, We will be back next month with Bandcamp Friday again, and I'll definitely be chopping it up with the boys in person or on Zoom. Anyway, guys, listen, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you holding on. If you're an old school listener and you're coming back, uh, don't worry. We're coming back every single week. New episode will be dropping next Friday with some fresh picks straight off the Bandcamp website. Until then, I'll see you guys later. Take care of yourselves. Be excellent to each other.